0: This one here is part two of my series talking about 30 maxims to live by. So if you caught part one of, these, uh, of this episode, you know that I was talking about some rules and principles to help govern your decision making and structure your life. So a quick recap. A maxim is a principle or rule of conduct. So this is how you operate. And these are ways that you can try to live to help improve the direction and the trajectory of your life and your body. So the reason that I created the 30 Maxims to Live By is to help improve the quality of my very own life, but also the people who I work with and I coach. And the first 10 I went through in part one, today I'm gonna take you through the next 10. And uh, that comes to number 11, okay, which is aim for better, not perfect. This is something that forever I have seen people try and attain is the level of perfect, trying to achieve 100% across the board in every aspect of their life. And what ends up happening is they try to take on too much, you do too many things and eventually you fail and then you end up throwing the towel in and you start that whole cycle of, where do I go from here? So what I emphasize and what I try to incorporate with the clients I work with is to Aim for progress. Aim for an improvement in some way, shape, or form. So, for you in your current situation, if your eating habits are really bad, if they are just downright shit, don't aim to go from eating McDonald's six or seven days out of a week to eating, you know, rice, chicken, and greens every single day because it's unlikely to stick. So, your goal, wherever you are right now, is to aim for better. Take stock and evaluate critically where you are right now, and then just aim to do a little bit better than that. And then tomorrow or next week or the week after, you're just aiming to get a little bit better, an extra 1%, an extra 2%. And if you do that, you're much more likely to get a tick on the board on a consistent basis. So going from zero to 100 and being able to maintain that 100% performance level is a a very small percentage of people are able to do it. And this is where some people get into the mindset of being all or nothing. It's they're either all in, they get great results, or they're all out and they get absolutely no results and everything turns to shit. So that's why I encourage you, aim for better, not perfect. Okay, number 12, great things never came from comfort zones. Now this is something that I preach on and on and on about. In order for you to make progress with your body, you have to overload your system, your body as a whole. So whether it's lifting weights, you have to make something a little bit more challenging every single session. If you do the same routine over and over again, you will stagnate, you will hit a plateau. So if you go to the gym, and let's say you're doing a set of squats, and you do body weight squats, you do three sets of 10. Every time you go to the gym, you do three sets 10. You will never improve. Perhaps your technique will improve, but your strength won't get any uh, greater. Your fitness levels won't improve. And you will just stay at that level until you decide something needs to change. So this is where you have to escape your comfort zone and do something a little bit more demanding. Perhaps something that's a little bit more scary. Maybe if you haven't lifted any weights, you go from body weight and you grab yourself a couple three kilo dumbbells and maybe you do like a dumbbell front squat. Or maybe you grab like a six kilo dumbbell and you do a goblet squat. But the premise of this maxim is to do something which is going to challenge you. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Number 13, attack the process. This is something which has been passed down from great coaches to great coaches to then high performance athletes and high performers in business. The process is what will get you from where you are to where you want to be. It is the series of steps required to take you from shit to suck, from suck to good, and from good to great. The process is you doing the work. And this is the part so many people try to bypass. They think that just focus, just focusing on the goal will help them achieve the goal if I can dream it, I can do it. Well, that's fucking bullshit. You can dream about it. You can believe in yourself all you want, but unless you actually put one foot in front of the other and start ticking the boxes off in terms of each individual action, you'll never get from A to B. So the process is the series of individual steps and actions which will push you forward, which will move the needle forward towards where you want to go, whether it's losing body fat, whether it's improving your strength, or whether it's reducing stress, whatever it is for you, the process is an actual item of action. It's not a thinking. It's, this is a verb. This is doing. So if you want to build strength, the process for you would be lift weights three to four times per week as an actual item. So you can actually quantify that. You can sit down and say and look at it from a progress standpoint. If you're training four times a week, what maybe it's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. That is the process for you to build strength. Did you follow the plan? Did you follow the sets and the reps and the program that was put in front of you? That is the process. You can't bypass that shit. You could sit and Do mindful meditation and visualization and positive self-talk until the cows come home. But unless you actually do the work required, which is, like I said, the process of you doing the strength program on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, in this example, you will not improve. Focus on the process of what you actually need to do to improve rather than the end result. When you do that, the result comes naturally. So this is why you shouldn't focus solely on the result or the end outcome that you want. You must focus on the action items and the behaviors which will take you from where you are to where you want to be. That is the process, focus on that. Number 14, you are not here to be average. As humans, we are put here to do work of some description. There are a lot of different vocations, different careers out there you probably have a career that you're in right now or a job that you're doing. And if you've been doing it for a while, the chances are you're pretty good at it. If you've been doing something long enough, you actually get good at it. And if that's not the case, you might want to ask yourself, why Why am I not at the top of my field? If you've been doing something for 5, 10, 15, 20 years and you're not at the top of your field, you have to ask yourself, why is that? Do you want to be average? Because I know I don't. I don't want to be mediocre. I don't want to be bundled in with the rest of the world. Fuck that. You have the opportunity to become the best version of yourself possible every single day. And not doing that is you doing a disservice, not only to yourself, but to everybody who you come in contact with. Everybody who is in your world and your circle, you are doing them a huge disservice by not being your very best. That means at work, do the very best you can with your physical health, are you doing the very best you can or are you cutting corners and trying to do the bare minimum? You're not here to be average. If I, had, if I had you standing directly in front of me and I asked you, right now, do you want to be average? Do you want average health? Yes or no? And in Australia, average means you are either overweight or obese. I'm not here to be average. I don't want that. Being overweight, being out of shape, leads to health condition, uh, preventative health conditions, which shortens life expectancy and decreases quality of life. I want a great fucking life. I don't want an average one. I want the fucking best, and you should want that too. Number fifteen: there are no shortcuts. Do the work. Again, like I said in the in part one, there is going to be some overlap. Everybody is looking for the easiest way possible. How can I do the least amount of work possible? How can how can I do the bare minimum? What's a quicker what's a what's a quicker way to get from A to B? And I understand that you want things to be as efficient as possible. Yes. But this is the way I personally look at things. If I know I want a certain outcome or result, if I want the best outcome or result, I will do what it takes. So if by me having to work a little bit harder, being a little bit more focused and applying more concentration to a task will help me get a better result, I will do that every single day of the week. The average person doesn't think like this. The average person thinks, how can I just get this done? How can I get it over and done with and off my plate? And if the results are mediocre or subpar, then they're fine because they've at least done it. But the outcome sucks. So what I'm trying to get across to you in this maxim is in order for you to have the best result possible, you should seek out the greatest challenge possible. So from a personal standpoint, my main goal with training, with physical training is to be strong. Now, the only way I can build strength is by progressively overloading my body. I've talked about this before, the progressive overload principle where you make something a little bit harder each and every training session. So if we already understand that, that is a non-negotiable, that is a law of training and physiology, why on earth would I want to make something easier? By me making something easier on my body, I am getting fewer results. I am getting, I'm not getting as great results as if I pushed myself harder. So that's where I don't want a shortcut. I want to take on the highest workload and do the hardest fucking thing possible so I can get a bigger payoff and a bigger reward. Don't look for the shortcut. Do the work required to get the exact payoff that you want. Which brings me to maximum number 16. Don't decrease the goal, increase the effort. As a personal trainer and strength coach, I work with people who have specific goals. And with these goals, they come in a lot of different shapes. Some people want to lose weight, some people want to get really strong, some people want to compete in obstacle course races, some people want to, you know, hit certain numbers with exercise lifts. So maybe it's like one and a half times body weight squat or two times body weight deadlift. Everybody has a goal. But what happens is when people start struggling or they are faced with a bit of resistance, or perhaps this is in air quotes, a plateau where they stop seeing perhaps the same amount of progress as they did when they first started, is people start doubting themselves and they think, hmm, maybe this goal is just too hard. Maybe I should just make the goal a little bit easier, bring the target a little bit closer. No, 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 no. no. Once you have clearly established a motive for training and what your goal is, a meaningful, purposeful goal, something that you give a shit about, that goalpost does not fucking move. What needs to change and what needs to happen is you need to reflect and look upon your current output. What actions are you taking? So the goal shouldn't change if you start feeling and finding yourself against resistance. What needs to happen is you need to increase your effort. Maybe you need to work harder in training. Sometimes you just need to fucking work harder. Sometimes you just have to be more consistent. You, You ate really good food, you followed the plan for five days out of seven, Awesome, well done. Maybe you need to do that six days out of seven. Maybe you need to do it every single day to get the results that you desire. But don't change the goal. Do not bring that goalpost closer to you because you're finding it tough. Finding it tough is a part of the process as well. Once again, attack the process. You just have to, sometimes you just gotta keep doing it. Sometimes you just gotta stay there and follow the plan for a little bit longer. But let me rephrase this a different way. Let's say you wanna climb Mount Everest. Your goal is to get to the very peak, the pinnacle of that mountain, the very fucking top, the summit. What happens if you start getting up the uh, up the mountain and you're like, oh, this is pretty tough. Maybe I'll just go an extra 10 feet or an extra you know 20 meters. You're not gonna be fucking satisfied with that. You never are. But what needs to happen is you just keep going, one foot in front of the other. Can you get an extra meter? Can you just focus on going for another 10 minutes? That's what you need to focus on is your efforts. Don't decrease the goal, increase your efforts. Number 17, one of my very favorites, stop waiting for Monday, start now. This phrase has killed millions of people's goals and dreams and hopes and wishes. It could be a Tuesday. It could be a tuesday you could have done monday and started the week off with a bang you've waken up you've taken your cold shower you trained you drank your three liters of water you got your seven hours of sleep and then tuesday comes around and maybe you felt a little bit tired or sore from training so you thought "Ah, i'm gonna take a rest day and then you thought ah oh, because i'm taking a rest day maybe i'll uh i'll have myself a you know a smoothie and maybe i'll have a cupcake with that or maybe i'll have a uh a wine after work because you know i deserve it i did really well on monday And then Wednesday comes around and you think, oh, I kind of let myself slip yesterday. So maybe I'll just do the same again, just so things don't get too bad. And then Wednesday comes around and your friends at work say, hey, you want to come out for drinks after work? And you're like, yeah, that won't hurt. And then Wednesday comes around and basically becomes a write-off. So Thursday arrives and you think, oh, I've already done so much damage. I might as well just, you know, throw the towel in and call this week a write-off. I'll just keep going and down this path and dig myself a bigger fucking hole. So you eat shit foods, you don't exercise, you keep drinking the booze, and you say to yourself, I'll start on Monday. How many times have you said, I'll start on Monday? How much time have you wasted starting on fucking Monday? This is the way I look at things. If something is important to it, you will start on it and you will do it now. If it's not important to you, yeah, you'll put it you'll put it off, you'll make an excuse, and you will start on Monday. But here's the thing you don't have a lot of Mondays left. You certainly don't have a lot of Mondays left. And every week that goes by, you have fewer Mondays. So my advice to you is if you fuck up, take stock of that, acknowledge it, accept it, and move on. Start. What's the next bex what is the next best action you can take to get back on track? Don't throw away the week. Don't even throw away the day if you have a fucking, if you fall off the wagon. If you had a shit meal, if you went off the plan, that's fine. It happens to all of us. You just stand up, put your hand up, say, I fucked up, and you just get straight back on the track. Nothing changes. You made a fuck up. That's fine. Straight back on. Get back on the wagon immediately. Number 18, if everything is a priority, then nothing is. This one here kind of astounds me and when I, it, it took me a while to grasp this concept, but uh, when I did, it made perfect sense. Have you ever had a to-do list? I know I have, everybody has to-do lists at some point. I've got to do this, 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 got a list of you know 10 or 20 items that need to be done and they all need to be done right now because they're all important, they've all got to get done. If everything is a priority, then nothing is. When you have 20 things which you deem to be the, so singular, the most important, you don't take any action. So this is where you have to be highly critical and ruthless in assessing what is a priority. What must get done right now. Once you identify what that is, you focus solely on that task. Don't multitask. Multitasking is a waste of fucking time. You accomplish nothing. If you want to learn more about multitasking and why it is ineffective, I highly recommend the book Deep Work by Cal Newport. It'll talk about that in detail. But you need to figure out what is the most important thing right now. There can't be more than one because if there is, your efforts are going to be split and you will be less effective than if you put all of your 100% effort and focus into one thing. Do one thing really well Get that off your plate and then you can focus on the next thing. That is how you are productive, and that is how the that is how you get the most out of every day. Number 19, feel the fear and do it anyway. Over the years I've jumped into loads of different physical activities and events and pushed myself. I used to do taekwondo. I worked up to national level or become a national champion at a very young age. I played state soccer or football. Um I went overseas, I was exposed to a lot of these things which pushed me outside of my comfort zone. And there were a lot of times where I wasn't sure if I could do it. But this is the thing when it comes to fear. The more that you think about what it is that you don't want to do, and you dwell on that that subject or that topic, the more the fear builds, the more it amplifies, it starts to become its own sort of monster. And this is where People, they spend too much time in their own heads thinking about all the pros and the cons. Okay, if I do it, this will happen. If I don't do it, this will happen. And they just manifest this small thing into this large consuming force. Is fear real? Yes and no. When you think about things, so when you're thinking, you're not doing. But when you're doing and you are in motion, the fear starts to disappear because you're too busy actually doing the thing that you're afraid of, and you don't have time to think about all of the small, minute details. So my advice to you is when you feel some form of fear or a bit of anxiety to do something, that is a reason for you to keep going. That is indicative that you are in the right direction. Feel the fear and do whatever it is anyway. Last one, number 20. Find a way, not an excuse. So one of the things that that has been kind of troubling me or pissing me off a bit lately is Facebook, social media. The amount of people who just bitch and moan and whine on social media, Facebook in particular, is ridiculous. And everybody just uses Facebook as a way to air out their problems. But this is the issue I really have. People dump their problems out into the world or on you individually, but they never actually think, what's the opposite of this? How can I actually turn that into some form of advantage? So everyone looks at the negatives. Oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. Oh, my boss said I can't do it like this. Well, that's great, good. It means you know you can't do it a certain way. You know, if there's traffic, what do you do? Do you sit there, bitch moan? You can't change the traffic. But maybe you can go a different way. Maybe you can get off at the next exit and you can find a different way to bypass all of those people on the freeway. As an example, you can list and rattle off all the excuses in the world that you want, but it's not going to change the problem. It's not going to fix it. So if you do have an issue, a problem or an excuse, that's fine. You've identified it. Excellent. You have become aware of what needs to happen. But find a way around it. If you can't do your training, because, uh, you know, someone's on the squat rack, for example, don't bitch and moan. That's awesome. Someone's on the squat rack, work around it, go to the next exercise and come back to it when that squat rack becomes available. Find a way. Don't keep listing excuses. Excuses doesn't improve your situation. But finding a way, an opportunity or a workaround to actually get what you need done will help you towards that flag post of your main goal. So if you've got a problem, that's fine. But find a solution, be a solution focused person, not a problem focused person. Everybody has problems, we all do. But can you become a resourceful person and find a solution to those problems? Because those people, they are the people who rise to the top of their field in their career with their health and fitness because they are always focused on how do I move forward regardless of what happens to me? Be that type of person, be a solution oriented person. And you will be unstoppable. So there you go, guys. That is my next top 10. Well, not top 10, but my next 10 maxims to live by. I'm really interested to see what you guys think about this as well, because these are mine. But uh, the things that I've written down, this took me a long time to sort of write this all down on paper and then cull what I thought was, you know, not perhaps as important as some of the other things which you're, you're now listening to. And I'd be interested to see, you know, what resonates with you. Is there anything that you've, you know, that's made you go, aha, or you've, you've it's sort of clicked? Um, so, yeah, reach out to me on social media, Facebook or Instagram. Love to start a bit of a dialogue, see which uh, of these maxims are helping you or have helped you in the past or have helped you sort of reframe uh, the way that you're thinking and the way that you're operating your days. So, that's it for now, guys. I'll speak to you soon for part three, where I go from number 21 to number 30 of 30 maxims to live by. Until then, have a great day, morning, evening. And I'll speak to you guys soon. If you loved the wake-up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.